You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting The Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Do you like to talk? Do you like to chat? Of course you do, right? That's why, we, that's why you listen to the coffee hour, because you like to talk, you like to chat. That's why That's why you're part of the coffee hour. We have some some new friends today I'm excited to share with you because uh, that's something they enjoy doing, and they got to talk with friends around the globe. And with all this technology we have today and the internets and everything, it's really cool that you can talk with people on <laughs> the internets, right? Internets, uh, so. with a Z at the end, yes. <laughs> so joining us today, uh, we have some friends from the Office of International Mission and those and uh, participants in the English Conversation Partners program. So joining us today, Anne Gonzalez with the Office of International Mission. Anne, welcome back. Thanks for having me. And Amanda Bello, she was a participant in the recent English Conversation Partners program. And thanks for or Amanda, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. And Solve Fini, also a participant in the English Conversation Partners program. Solve, thanks so much for being our guest. Happy to be here. So uh, We'll start with Amanda. Amanda, why did you uh, partner or sign up for the English Conversation Partners Program? Originally, I was supposed to be visiting Poland this summer for a couple weeks to serve on a mission trip. And obviously, that was canceled. Um, So when this opportunity came up, I thought it would be a really neat experience and a new opportunity to um, still get to partner with some people around the world, just not being there around the world. How about you, Solvay? Why did you uh, sign up for the English Conversation Partners Program? Well, I was asked to participate. My name came up because my husband and I were involved in a mission project in the Grand Cayman. And uh, when I was asked, I was really thrilled with the opportunity. I thought it would be a lot of fun and uh, a great opportunity to talk to some people, especially when we were isolated from so many. Mm -hmm. Sylvie, what were you hoping to learn? Uh, having having already done a, a mission project before, uh, what were you hoping to learn this time in, in this program? I guess I um, well, I was really excited to be assigned to Russia. Um, my husband and I were able to visit St. Petersburg about 15 years ago, and I was hoping to just sort of you know communicate with uh, people who were across the world who maybe, you know, were experiencing some of the same things that we were experiencing and get a sense for their culture. And I was also kind of excited to help them with their English because that was one of the objectives to, you know, converse in English and see where they were coming from and what they understood and that sort of thing. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Amanda, what about you? Uh, What were you hoping to, to learn or gain from this program? That's really close to what Solve um, stated. I was looking to get some information about a new culture. I don't know a lot about Russia. I've never had the opportunity to visit there. Um, But I wanted to learn about their culture and get an opportunity to use my talents to help them learn um, English and better their um, understanding of English. But then also at the same time, um, just see how they're dealing with what we were dealing back here in the United States. Everyone was going through the same thing with... um, COVID and being locked down and stuck at home. So this was just an opportunity to branch out, um, see how they were handling it, see how we were handling it, and exchange stories and um, different experiences. 
Amanda, what were some of the insights that you gained about uh, the culture and the people of Russia? Um, they're very, very similar to us. Um, I learned, I've talked with some different people. Some of the people were students at the university um, going about their jobs. Some of them working from home. Um, I learned things about the um, some neat things. Like I would love to visit St. Petersburg. They were talking about white nights that happen during the summer where it's pretty much all daylight. Um, so they definitely made me want to go visit their country. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. One of the, the sad parts is you don't get to experience the food. That's always the most important part for me about meeting and learning about any culture is experiencing the food. Uh, how about you, Solvay? What did you learn uh, about the, your, your new Russian friends and their culture? Well, I kind of the same thing that they were feeling sort of the same angst that we were feeling about, you know, um, having to be quarantined and that sort of thing. But what I especially found interesting was that we had so much in common. And uh, uh, we even talked about Russian literature and we talked about, you know, music that they liked. And uh, we realized that even though we're, we seem worlds apart, we had a lot in common and... Um, we talked about ideas like um, endurance and responsibility, and we found that we, you know, shared definitions of those terms. So it was kind of, kind of cool to experience that. Yeah. Uh, walk us through what actually happens with one of these uh, uh, conversations with, with someone that's uh, all, all the way around the world. Well, we started, we were given sort of a lesson plan each time, and we were given a concept, like um, a word, and we would define the word as a whole group, and then we would be, we would break out into smaller sessions and smaller groups, and we were usually paired with another uh, person from the United States, and then we would talk to people with all sorts of backgrounds. Um, some were very proficient in English, some barely knew the language, and we would talk about the topic for the day, and that would often lead into other discussions. Having a conversation with someone in another culture in whose whose um, first language is not English, I, I can imagine how that might present some challenges too with using technology, trying to talk. Just like we're all connected online right now, trying to talk and make sure that we're not talking over one <laughs> another. Did you find that ever uh, challenging or, or or difficult at times? We'll, we'll start with Amanda and go to Solvay. Um, it wasn't too bad since we were using a Zoom platform. Um, so you got to not only talk to them, but you also got to see um, video-wise face-to-face. So um, that was kind of cool. So you get to see where they were at and, and get to see them face-to-face. Um, but yeah, like everything, technology, there's always some issues, sound, things like that. But by the end, we did it for a month. Um, and by the end, I think everybody um, <laughs> had it down. <laughs> Yeah, we felt comfortable with it. What I found interesting was uh, one one man in particular, he, he was fluent in English. I mean, he was very, very good in English, but there were certain terms that required an understanding of the nuance of the language. And so, and right now I can't remember what those terms are, but it's slang that we take for granted you know, translates very differently when you don't understand the nuance of the word or the term. So it was fun talking about that. And that led us into discussions about our cultures. And that was very interesting. 
isn't it interesting how much you learn about yourself and your own culture and like like you mentioned slang or american <laughs> idioms how yeah. they, they don't translate very well uh they don't translate very literally anyway uh <laughs> yeah. it, 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 did you gain some insights about about yourself and 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 our own culture here in the states yeah i think i know i did i definitely think <laughs> i did amanda oh yes <laughs> definitely and tell us a little bit more about the English Conversation Partners program, um, the the one that recently happened, and then we can talk more about opportunities that are coming up as well. Absolutely. So like so many things, this was born out of the fact that we had to completely shut down um, sending volunteers internationally um, for the foreseeable future. And so some of our volunteer coordinators had this idea to use, you know, folks here in the U.S. Um, to help people where they were practice their English. And so we we got together a pilot project quickly. And um, as I think Solvay mentioned, we reached out to alumni who had served with us and also folks like Amanda who were supposed to serve this year and their trips were canceled. And so uh, we did that this, this spring. There were uh, four different classes, two in Puerto Rico, one in Russia, and one in the Czech Republic um, that involved about 80 volunteers here in the U.S. Wow, that's a that's a large group of people. <laughs> I didn't well, realize there were so many. We were... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then uh, what are the opportunities coming up for, for more of these? This sounds like a really, a really interesting opportunity for people, especially as they're they're at home and they don't actually have to go anywhere to participate in this. Absolutely. Yeah. This is one of those things that we're like, why, why didn't we do this before? It's just because we'd never really sat down and, and thought it through. So uh, we are planning for another round of English conversation partners starting in mid-September. Um, and volunteers who want to be a part of that can go to servenow.lcms.org and look for the online English conversation partners link. And that will get you started in the application process. There is a little bit of vetting that we'll need to do, uh, get a reference from your pastor and do a background check, things like that. Um, and then the first week of classes are actually a training time with the host um, to familiarize people with a little bit about the country and the ministry that's going on there, as well as here's how to use the various buttons in Zoom that you need to know about, or here, let's all practice going into breakout rooms because this is what you're going to do next week with your conversation partner. <laughs> Are there any prerequisites or uh, technology requirements that people will need to have in order to participate? Sure, they need to be a native English speaker. They need to have a computer that can support having a video conversation over Zoom. Um, and they, like I said, they need to pass a background check. Um, they also need to be 14 or older. Um, but other than that, if you fit those, we would love to have you. Well, it would be probably nice to have some younger folks involved. I think that would be really cool. So. I'd love to do it again. Calling all homeschool families. <clears throat> right? <laughs> well, and now there'll be more children homeschooled than we had originally mm -hmm. anticipated. So also a lot true. of schools are not opening, but only opening yep. virtually. Yeah. So any kind of experience like this, I think, would be really, really yeah. neat. Wow. So definitely fit well into... Uh, 
as you said, Sarah, mm-hmm. homeschool plan, like what a, a great, um, gosh, so many things that could fit into so yeah. many subjects. That would be a great way to, yeah. a great thing to include into homeschool. Uh, Amanda, with just about a minute left, um, any insights from you as well for those who might be considering participating in the, the next round in September? I would say it's just a really neat experience. Um, I'm glad I signed up and I would love to sign up again and do it again. Um, I, I learned a lot of new things. It gave me an opportunity to talk about my faith even to people across the world and not even bringing it up with an agenda, just in everyday conversation and share that information. So I definitely, everybody listening, if you meet the requirements, go sign up. It's really neat experience. So check it out, servenow.lcms.org. You can learn more about the English Conversation Partners Program uh, through LCMS Office of International Mission. Thanks to our guests today, Amanda Bello and Solvay Fine. Thank you so much for being our guests on the Coffee Hour. And Anne Gonzalez, thanks so much for coming back on the Coffee Hour as well. Thanks to you all for, uh, for joining us on the Coffee Hour today. It was fun. Thanks for including thanks. us. Yes, thank you. Always a pleasure. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.